Right, so the high performance mindset, tonight's training. Uh, so thank you those that have joined the call and for those listening on the podcast, I hope you take some value from this, which you can go away and, and implement. Please let me know how you found this off the back of it. So tonight we're going to be discuss, discussing the high performance mindset and what I believe it to be. I want us to discuss the learnings I've received on my journey and give you an overview of some of the key areas that I've been challenged by that I've overcome and the things that have helped bulletproof my, my mindset. And I want this to help you consider what areas potentially you need to address, unpick and work on that can help drive you on. It'll really help you go forward to steamroll over the obstacles and towards everything that you're looking to achieve. So let's get into it. So the first bit I would like to discuss is master your mind and you master your life. So everything that we want to achieve, be that physically, professionally, personally, everything, it all comes down to, in my mind, having a mental fortitude, the self-confidence, and the assurance to be bold and go after the things that will ultimately lead to growth and success. So in order to master your life, to achieve the things that you strive for, first of all, you must master the mind. Master the mind, you'll learn how to overcome the limiting beliefs that you have, the doubts, the anxieties, the obstacles, periods of low motivation. Master that and you'll win. So moving on. You train your body, but do you train your brain? Now, your mind is like a muscle. It's not actually a muscle. It's, it's an organ, to be specific, but it is just like a muscle in a way that it must be trained it must be exercised and also honed to work in a way that you need it to. Think about it. You train your body. We're all here because we train hard. We're lifting weights every week. We're progressively overloading our muscles. We're putting the reps in and we're building strength. We've got a clear plan for development there. But my question to you and for something you should consider is how often you're actually training your mind. And by this, I mean, so how often are we learning? How often are we actually going within? asking potentially difficult questions of ourselves. And that might involve digging up things that have been holding us back, things that have been with us for years from past experiences. It involves tackling limiting beliefs which have been created from past life events and experiences. Things that ultimately are stopping you from progressing. And what I mean by this is, are we controlling what goes into our minds, the inputs and what comes out of it, the outputs? Are we training our brain in a way that we're understanding what we're actually nailing at the moment and doing well so that we can actually harness that for good and to do more? Now, I'd argue that training the mind is potentially the most important type of training we'll do. Because look, if you set these big lofty goals and ambitions, but you don't actually believe in yourself that you'll achieve it, then your thoughts, your actions, and your beliefs, and everything you do won't be in alignment with that goal and ultimately you'll struggle to achieve it. It's like when we set big goals, our perception of that plan is that it's going to be a straight line from A to Z as shown in the slides here. But the reality is it never is. The reality is every challenge, every goal that we go after is riddled with obstacles, barriers, events, periods of self-doubt. All the limiting beliefs we have is never easy. There's going to be so many ups and downs. And when it comes to having a high performance mindset, 
It's about making sure you can plow through these moments. Okay, it's about doing it, doing a thing, doing a do, walking a walk when things are tough. So do you have the mental fortitude, the discipline, the endeavor to plow on? Or do you throw in the towel? That will be the difference between you achieving and getting where you want to in life and not. And this doesn't always happen along the journey. It also happens when you achieve goals. I'll give you an example here. Let's talk about Eddie Hall, for example, world's strongest man, champion powerlifter, holds the world record. I think it may well have actually been beaten by one kilo now, actually, but he held the world record for the deadlift, 500 kilos, absolutely incredible numbers. And this is a weight that has never been lifted by any single human being that had graced planet Earth ever, nor had anyone even got close to it. And he set a goal that no one ever believed he could do. No one. He dedicated his whole life to it. He went through all the ups and downs, the obstacles, the limited beliefs, everything. And then he achieved it. And if you watch his documentary and you read his book, he will tell you that once he did it, he felt lost. He didn't know what to do next. And having a high-performance mindset is about understanding regardless of where we're at on our journey, being it trying to achieve the goals or actually achieving the goals, having done it. Wherever we're at on our journey, we need to bulletproof ourselves. We need to have mechanisms and also the right people and environments around us to keep us moving forward. So moving on. Information, it means nothing without implementation. Now look, you can read all the self-development books in the world, which are fantastic. I do it myself. You can scroll Instagram. You can go on people's pages for all the motivation. You can listen to multiple podcasts. You can have the best intention, the best will in the world. But the reality is without implementation of the knowledge that you are learning, it means nothing. You must do the do. You have to walk the walk. You have to be brave and go after it. That's what a high-performance mindset does. They understand it requires stepping outside of their comfort zone and actually embracing the discomfort, the getting comfortable being uncomfortable. That's what it's all about. Getting uncomfortable is literally just a sign. It's a feeling of progress. It tells you that you're, in, you're moving in the right direction. You need to get comfortable feeling that way and actually enjoying it. It's about grinding out those reps, pushing that bit harder when it hurts and when you're tired. And also smiling during these moments. Being proud because you're actually doing stuff that you would never have dared do before. So just remember where the challenge and the pain is. Nine times out of ten, that is where the progress is. So get comfortable being uncomfortable. So here's a task, a quick thing for you to do. Now, I want you to think about what are your goals? So what are your big things that you're looking to achieve personally, professionally, physically? The end goals, the big vision, and what's currently holding you back from getting there? I want you to think about what's actually stopping you from achieving excellence. And it's a good question to ask yourself to think about and, and go within. 
because I think as we get more emotionally intelligent and aware, the more that we can bring these kind of questions to the forefront of our mind and unpick the locks, so to speak, that are blocking our way, that's when you start to make serious moves going forward. So have a think. What is holding you back at the moment and what's stopping you from achieving excellence? I thought it would be a good thing to do to be completely open and transparent of me here and actually share some of mine because every single person, I don't care how successful they are, who they are, what they've done, they'll still have limiting beliefs, doubts and feelings that hold them back. So here's a list of mine that have plagued me over the years, which still in fact present themselves to me regularly, but I know now how to ignore them and move forward. So fear of failure, that's a big one for me. I'll give you an example from leaving a safe career to moving into a business, which was my passion, having no idea if it'd be successful or not. I was shitting myself if I'd fail. And I was also worried about what people would think of me, the fear of being judged. Being judged as a failure, potentially, or an idiot from leaving a, a safe job. Another worry was outgrowing my, my peer group and, and losing friends. Going on a different trajectory to some of them, worrying what they would think of me. And some of my fears were, in fact, correct. I'm still glad I did it. Still glad I leaned into the fear. Not feeling worthy is a big one. Like, do I deserve this success? I often feel that way. This fear of criticism. My whole business is on fucking social media. There's a big chance that people are going to criticize me. I've got to lean into that and understand that I'm actually doing the right things, trying to help people. And sometimes it will ruffle feathers and some people won't like what I do. And that is something I have to accept. Not believing in myself. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes riddled with self-doubt. Like, am I trying to go after something which is too big? Am I capable of it? It's normal to have those thoughts. We still go after it because it's important to me. And I know that by doing it, I can potentially have an impact on thousands of people's lives. And that's why I do it. There's previous failures and mistakes. I always think over those, there's comparison to others. And now, come on, this is such a big one for everyone at the moment. We look on social media and we see everyone doing so well and their highlight reels. And I personally can see all these coaches. I know coaches who are they're making millions. I'm not making millions. And I look at them, what, what are they doing? I'm not. But then I remember to myself, a couple of years into my journey, I'm actually doing really fucking well. You've got to run your own race. There's a the negative self, self-talk and, and also chasing perfection. Chasing perfection is a big one. It can actually force you to procrastinate and actually not do the thing because you're so worried about getting the, the thing perfect. For example, it could be content for me or or something like this, this training, that you actually don't do it because you're worried that it won't be perfect. When the reality is that you just need to do it and not worry. And you'll actually start learning the more you do it through repetition and that's how you get better. So I thought it'd be open and transparent there just to, to show you a bit more about me and my inner workings in my mind and that I'm not someone that's bulletproof completely. We all have these, these thoughts, it's completely normal. It's about learning how to actually be aware of these 
negative beliefs and feelings, bring them to your awareness and actually understand exactly what they are. They're just limiting beliefs. So once you can, as I mentioned earlier, bring these to the forefront of your mind more often and, and recognize them, you know to ignore them. So the way I see it, high performance mindset. So in order to achieve the big things in life, the way I see it is you must first start with the end in mind. If we're looking to go after something big, stretching, difficult that we really want, you need to first ask yourself, why is this important? Why is it important? Why do I want to do this? How will this help you, your life? How will it improve it? And more importantly, perhaps, how will this potentially help other people? Those closest to you, maybe it will impact lives. Think about it. And then think about once you've asked that question, is the end goal, which we've just established, hopefully is very important to you and could help you and others. Is it worth the small amount of discomfort that you will feel in going after it? Is it worth it? Or do you want to stay the same? What happens if you do nothing? Like how will that feel in, in later life when you look back? It's really important, I feel, that you ask these questions first of yourself. And the answer to these questions will normally give you a resounding, get the fuck after it now. So a few questions to ask you. How do you talk to yourself? How do you talk to yourself on a daily basis? Is it, I'm shit, I'm not good enough. I could never do this or that. He looks amazing, why can't I? Do you talk to yourself in a negative way? Because if you do, it's very important to become aware of that negative self-talk and learn to drown it out. Again, going back to what we just said earlier, bringing it to an aware our awareness, drown it out. Otherwise you will simply talk yourself out of things. Next, what are your belief systems? Now, this is an interesting one. Because a lot of things will have happened to you over the course of a lifetime that will shape your beliefs. So this could be events, failures. It could be potentially what were meant to be lighthearted comments by others. It could be failed relationships. All of these events, all of these experiences we've had in life, they shape and mold our beliefs of what is possible. And so many of them, they're often not true. They're just our perceptions of the way things have happened. I can give you an example. Maybe your belief is that I can never be strong, lean, fit, and sporty. The reality of that is maybe that's your perception, but the reality might be that that came about from past failures, maybe a moment in school where something didn't go well in PE, or maybe it was a comment from a parent or a friend which was meant to be lighthearted, but you took as true. And maybe that sat with you and shaped your whole belief system going forward around why you can't do the thing. But let me tell you, you know, I've smashed that very belief system of so many guys and girls. Sometimes all it takes is just surrounding yourself with the right people mentors, people who can support and guide you towards the things you'd love to achieve. 
give you an example of mine. I told you I'd be open and honest and transparent through all this. And I had business coaches myself. One of my limiting beliefs perhaps was maybe I could never earn X amount of money. And do you know what it might go back to? We've, we've established it could be the whole money doesn't grow on the trees comments from when I was growing up, which I believe to be true. And then that shaped my whole belief systems around how I have to be very careful with my money. I have to play things safe. And that money doesn't grow on trees. We have to be tight and I can only earn X amount. But that, that perception soon got proved wrong when I surrounded myself with mentors who proved to me what was possible and what I could achieve. And that's what I'm trying to get across to you. Sometimes we have these perceptions about our things and things that we want to go after, which just completely aren't true. The reality is very different. Our perception is really the reality. Next, what do you watch and what do you listen to? So, for example, if you're always watching the news or listening to certain things, talking about the economy, it's everywhere at the moment, isn't it? The world, with COVID before that, naturally, you're going to feel more negative. Look, maybe it's now reminded of me, but rarely I watch the news now, rarely, because I know how it drains my energy. And I know how that can then affect me and not doing one of the things that I want to do because I feel like, what's the point? If you believe everything you saw or read, then life is doomed, isn't it? We're not going anywhere. And that's going to knock your confidence. So the, here's what I'm trying to say here. Is just be careful with what you absorb and ask yourself, does it actually serve you what you're listening to or what you're watching? Be that TV programs, films, the news, people. Do you actually need that information? And do you have any control over the outcome? Because if you don't, point i'd argue that you'd be far happier for it by eliminating these sources that make you feel negative and instead you can focus on what you need to do to be a success that's what i believe a high performance mindset does next who are you spending your time with this is an interesting sub subject cliche but your network is your net worth Another cliche, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Cliche, but true. And it's so important. So let me ask you, are you spending time with people who are always unloading drama, negativity, always talking about other people, are unsupportive, or, or maybe just don't share the same level of aspirations you have? They're generally sucking the life out of you. Or perhaps, you know, these people are living lives or have habits that are the very things that you're trying to let, do less of, which is keeping you stuck. For example, maybe when you see them, the only thing that you would do is drink heavily and that no longer serves you, perhaps. Or on the other hand, are you spending time with people that lift you up? People that have you feeling positive, motivated, confident and energized when you're in their presence people who are supportive that get you, that are aspirational and talk ideas instead of people. Something to think about. So who are you spending your time with? Because this is very important and this will shape how you feel and what you do and also who you become. 
sometimes I know it can be difficult, but sometimes we need to audit our social circle. Moving on, so what are you procrastinating on and not actioning just now? Think about this. So what's the biggest thing right now that you need to do that you've been holding off that will then act as a domino, domino effect to move you forward? Maybe it's the big decision in your business or your career. Maybe it's having a difficult conversation you've been putting off. Could be driving yourself something small, like driving yourself to go to the gym or do your food prep. The high performance mindset is about doing the things that you've been putting off or not putting them off in the first place because these are the things that help us the most. Next question. Where do you want to be at the end? This is the final point here. Like, How do you want your life to look? When you can start, but when you can start thinking like that with the end in mind, that can change the game. In terms of considering where we are now, our thoughts, beliefs, and actions, you can then start zoning out and looking at the bigger picture, the bigger vision and a mission you have. The more you focus on that, the end in mind, the, the end goal, your mission, your vision, when you focus on that, your actions and beliefs will start to mold shape and form in line with that. So for those listening, this would be a good opportunity for you to pause, maybe just to consider, stop, reflect on, on what we've covered. Like I want you to think about what's been the biggest thing that's hit home here that I've said today. And also what potentially has triggered you. Because the things that trigger you might be the things that you need to address. And what now do you need to work on and change going forward? Things that will really change the game for you. Be interested to hear for anyone that listens to this on a podcast. Drop me a message and let me know. Now, moving forward. So I've got a couple of things I'd like you to start doing immediately. Just going to help you really be proactive in developing the high performance mindset. First and foremost, we've got to celebrate the mini wins. It's exactly why we reflect on this every week in our check-in form. Because a lot of people can really struggle with this. We're sometimes so focused on the negative. For example, you might have, you could have had 50 compliments in one day followed by one nasty comment. We'll focus on that nasty comment and forget about all the good that we've had throughout the day. So it's really important to reflect on, on what's going well, the little wins. What did you achieve no matter how small? The more you can think about these, you can document them, you can feel good about these little wins. This will start you to wire you to be more positive and focus on the good. When you start racking these up, this will then gather momentum and it'll compound and soon turn into a really big win. So what I'd encourage you to do is start thinking and just what little wins did you have each day? Could be, for example, I've done a session on the busiest day ever. I would never have done that before. That's a fucking big win. Or maybe... It could be something like I went out with, with the boys and I, I drank alcohol-free beer. I saw a few of those comments on the check-ins last week. That's a fucking big win. That's changing identity. Celebrate it. 
We just need to remember to enjoy and embrace challenge. Touched on this earlier, the whole get comfortable being uncomfortable. Just remember that every challenge we go through is only ever temporary. Just smile, smash through it, and get after it. Remember, if we were always comfortable and life was always the same, you would never get anywhere. We'd stay exactly where we are. There'd be no growth, no learning, no experience, and life would be pretty flat. So enjoy and embrace challenge. So on the other side, I guarantee is progress. We also need to bulletproof ourselves. It's about building resilience for these challenges, learning how to maintain the high performance habits when it's tough. I mentioned earlier, it's easy to do it when things are good, but when you can do it when it's tough, that's when you make the most, you make the most progress. So the more you can do this, the more you can learn to bulletproof yourself so that whatever gets thrown at you, you learn how to deal with it without letting your life get turned upside down. That's when you win. Next thought for you. A comparison is a thief of joy. So what I want you to think about here is every single one of us, we might have similar goals, might have completely different goals, but we're all running our own race. We have different journeys and circumstances. Scroll social media for too long and you'll start believing your own life and the progress isn't up to scratch. An actual fact, you're literally looking at someone's highlight reels. They're not sharing the downsides or the shit that's going on. Just stop focusing on other people and where they are in comparison to you and put your blinkers on. And what I mean by your blinkers on I love this way of thinking. So if you think of racehorses, I only found, about, found out about this recently, actually, and I loved it. They wear those things around their eyes, blinkers. And the reason behind that is so that they don't get distracted by the other horses that are running alongside them. It allows them to focus on the one goal at the end. So put your blinkers on and run your own race. As we move close to the end. So it's really important that we program the goal and then get busy on the progress. So set a goal, create a roadmap, break it down to weekly and daily actions, rack up those mini wins that we mentioned, keep the blinkers on and get after it. Expect the unexpected, but keep on going. Just do it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Your future will thank you. And that's all I have for you guys. So that is my view on the high performance mindset and how ultimately you can get after what you want to achieve and make it a success. I hope that's been helpful.